Welcome to Pathfinder Academy. Class is now in session. Here are your professors, Caleb and Christian. Good morning, class. You may be seated. Today's lesson is on the Fetchling race. This is part of our race overview series where we go over all the possible player races, and this is one of the featured races. You know, right away I want to say, uh, Christian, I love some of the lore behind the Fetchling. One of the things is that they're called Fetchlings because they used to be sent to fetch things from the Shadow Plane. But they don't really prefer that name. They feel like it's almost like a racist term. Like, what did you just call me? Say it to my face. They call themselves Kaal. Fetchlings has always been a interesting race to me ever since I played in the Midnight Mirror, which is uh, every year Paizo has a competition that people write their own little modules, and then they pick one that wins, and then they publish that module. And this is the one, I think, that won in 2013 or 2014, and it's all about the Shadow Plane in a village where there's Fetchlings. It's a very big theme of it, and ever since then, I thought Fetchlings were, like, one of the coolest races, now that I know the whole deal behind them. So what is a Fetchling? This is someone who's descended from humans trapped on the Shadow Plane. So if you thought that... If you thought vampires were edgy, way to get to Fetchlings. They have gray skin, like it's not even white. <laughs> Why don't we talk about their physical description? Superficially, Fetchlings resemble unnatural, live, bordering on fragile humans. Their adopted home has drained their skin and hair of bright colors. Their complexion ranges from stark white to deep black, includes all the various shades of gray between the two extremes. Their eyes are pupilless and pronounced, and they typically glow a luminescent shade of yellow or greenish yellow, though rare individuals possess blue-green eyes. While their hair tends to be stark white or pale gray, many Fetchlings dye their hair black. Some members of Higher Station, or those who dwell in the Material Plane, dye their hair with more striking colors, offering favoring deep shades of violet, blue, and crimson. Ooh, I like the idea of gray skin and crimson hair. They're adults at 20, middle-aged at 62, old at 93, venerable at 125, and live up to 125 plus 3d 20 years. So about the half-elf range of ages. Mm-hmm. A little bit longer than humans, but not super long. They grow to about 5 feet 6 inches to 6 feet 4 inches, and they weigh between 96 and 126 pounds, with women being just a little bit smaller in both sizes. So, about the same size as humans, but they weigh significantly less. Yeah, 96 pounds, yikes. I wish I weighed 96 pounds. I weigh, <laughs> I weigh over 196 pounds. <laughs> I feel like that'd be incredibly unhealthy, Caleb. <laughs> I would feel You're, better than I feel now. What are you, like 6 foot almost? I have stretch marks. Yeah, I'm 5 foot 10. I feel like it'd be really, really bad if you were five foot ten and weighed ninety six <laughs> pounds and weren't comprised of shadow. Most Christian, I literally have to take my gut and throw it over my shoulder to go to the bathroom. I need to lose weight. <laughs> I'd rather, I, I'd, be, I'd rather be that skinny. But let's talk about their ability to score racial traits instead of my gross body. <laughs> Fetchlings are quick and forceful, but often strange and easily distracted by errant thoughts. They gain plus two dexterity, plus two charisma, and minus two wisdom. Interesting spread. Uh, I mean, uh, reason for their spread. Distracted by errant thoughts. Oh, man, that shadow was really cool. Kind of looked like a pony. Oh, oh, what were we talking about? I think we actually see this spread a lot. I know this is the exact same spread as cat folks, if I recall correctly. <gasps> cat folks! Um, but this is actually a really common spread. Dexterity, charisma, and then a wisdom penalty. Have I mentioned how much I like cat folks? I feel like I haven't told I, you guys yet. Maybe once. Only once, though. <laughs> What kind of type are they? Oh, we've seen this before with the Azamar. They are actually outsiders with the native subtype because they are actually from the Plane of Shadow. Mm. They're medium creatures. They have a base speed of 30 feet. They begin play speaking common. 
And if they have a high intelligence score, they can choose between Aklo, Aquin, Orin, Draconic, Derziak, understanding only cannot speak, Ignan, Terran, and any regional human tongue. And I have to look up what the heck is Dezirak. I've never even heard of it. Dezirak is actually a race of human-sized insectoids native to the Shadow Plane. I guess they must be so populous that they learned how to understand them. Maybe they uh, don't speak. Maybe they use, like, uh, I bet their they just appendages to signal. I bet, yeah, like, the weird noises, like, a <laughs> you sometimes hear little bugs, and like, nee, 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 nee. you can't, you can't understand, that's how bugs sound, everybody, nee, nee, nee. Um, <laughs> but the point is, noises that you couldn't make, you don't have mandibles to make them, but you would learn to understand them. Actually, that's an interesting little bit of flavor, I like that. Yeah. And then uh, I can understand things like uh, some, some of the elemental languages, Aquan, Orin, Terran, things like that, No, uh, and Ignin, uh, Aklo, what's that? That is Shadow Speak, if I recall oh, correctly. Oh, perfect. So that all makes sense. And then, of course, regional human tongues for the living in the environments of humans. Then we get to the first uh, ability of fetchlings, and it's possibly one of their strongest. Instead of, in dim lighting, having a 20% mischance when attacking a fetchling, you have a 50% chance to miss a fetchling with an attack in darkness. Now, this is really powerful for sure, but it's something that I basically ignore in all my games. Which I think is to our detriment. I do the same thing, but I think light rules uh, are important, and I feel like I should involve them more. But I like the name of this ability. It's called Shadow Blending. I like that. I just feel it slows down the game too much. Combat takes long enough without you missing one out of every two attacks. A lot of times I wait till uh, I have a party composition of no one who has dark vision or low light vision. If I have a bunch of humans, I'll make it a point to be like, you can't see. Right. There's shadowy resistance. Fetchlings have cold resistance 5, electricity resistance 5. I don't get the electricity part, but the cold part makes sense. Shadows are cold. Yes, the shadow, the plane of shadow is actually incredibly cold. It's one of the features of the shadow plane. Uh, I don't know where the electricity comes from either. They're grounded <laughs> really well. I don't... <laughs> you know shadows, they don't conduct electricity. That's true. You can't tell me that's not true. <laughs> but they're also not flammable, so should they also have fire resistance? <laughs> Uh, Fetchlings have the skilled ability, giving them a plus two racial bonus on knowledge planes checks and stealth checks. They have some spell-like abilities. It can use Disguise Self once per day as a spell-like ability. It can assume the form of any humanoid creature. Its caster level is equal to his hit, hit dice. When a Fetchling reaches ninth level in any combination of classes, that's cool, he gains Shadow Walk by himself only. When he reaches 13th level, he gets Plane Shift. Plane Shift to the Shadow Plane or the Material Plane only. Interesting. Yeah, some of those are very strong just to have because of your race, and now I understand why they're a 17-point buy. I think the plane shift is crazy. Oh, yeah, definitely. Though it is, I mean, 13th level, sometimes you don't even get that far. But that, by that point, you have other ways of trans... Or, or that's the part you might be opening to going to other dimensions, or other planes of existence, I should say. So I can understand why you wait to that level, and it's not... I don't think it's overpowered. And even Shadow Walk is, like, basically teleportation. Oh, <laughs> Type. The rest of your party doesn't have it, and you get like a really bad encounter. You're like, I'm gonna dip out for a second. I'm gonna be at the Shadow Realm. Uh, sorry, this isn't this isn't Yu-Gi-Oh. I didn't send Kaiba <laughs> to the Shadow Realm with my blue eyes white dragon. Listen, hey, sometimes they get blue eyes, and they are white, and they can speak Draconic. I'm just saying, <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh is a big inspiration. That's all I'm saying. But you dip out, and the party dies. And you're like, I'll be back in a day. Oh man, you're all dead. Well, at least that's free loot. You go through all their bodies. That would make a great. Man, I would tell you, you'd have great player interaction. They would love you very much. 
they'd be talking about that with smiles on their faces. Oh, yeah. Whenever they get around the table and talk about it with their new playing group because they kicked you out. (laughs) Fetchlings have dark vision. They can see perfectly in dark up to 60 feet. And low light vision. And they can see twice as far as humans and conditions of dim light. Again, I don't know why they show both. In case you you enter the dim light realm (laughs) where it's never actually dark. It's just always dim. Let's talk about their alternate racial traits. First one is Emissary. Rare fetchlings excel in the role of Emissary between the Shadow Plane and the Material Plane. Once per day, such a fetchling can roll twice when making a bluff or diplomacy check and take the better roll. This replaces Shadow Blending. I like this one a lot. I think I might take this one if I was making a fetchling. I mean, it's a fair trade-off. Shadow Blending, uh, like I said, is something I ignore. But uh, actually, I think it's pretty powerful. It, I think it's a really powerful ability. I just love being able to re-roll, though. You don't re-roll, you roll twice and take the better one. You know what I mean. It's different. Okay, well about Gloom Shimmer. Some fetchlings can manipulate shadowy energy in order to displace their location instead of transporting between shadows. Upon reaching ninth level, instead of gaining Shadow Walk as a spellic ability, you gain Displacement as a spellic ability usable twice per day. What is Displacement? Displacement, I think it's a spell that lasts either one minute per level or ten minutes per level, and you just have a... Uh, enemies have a 50% chance to just miss you with their attacks because your image is displaced from your physical body. Gotcha, gotcha. Oh, well, that's a fair trade, I think, especially because you can use it twice a day instead of the one per day yeah. that you're replacing. That's really good. That, that'd be a hard choice for me. Next, we have Shadow Magic. Racist. This is going to replace our skilled ability. <laughs> I like how you don't even address it. You're like, that is a cheap joke, Caleb, but wasn't funny. I'm going to move on and hope you edit it out of the episode. <laughs> I wasn't sure what you said. I was reading. I was like... Did you call me a racist? I did call you a racist. Why? I do uh, I do work in the inner city, and we have teams come in from all around the country, and they do Bible clubs, which if you've ever been a sort of VBS, a vacation Bible school, churches run them all the time. It's like that, but we go to, like, government projects and, like, and, and do it there in the hood. And they do – there's this thing that, like, every Christian – I don't know why, how it got around to the world, but every Christian loves to make the Jesus bracelet – it's a bunch of different colors. You can tell the story of salvation through this this thing, and of course, you know one of them is black, black bead because you're black with sin, and then a white bead because God bead because God cleanses you from sin. And we're like, maybe not call them the black bead, maybe call it the dark bead because you're pretty much saying to most of the people we're ministering to are black. We're saying you're wrong for being black. Maybe we should just call it the dark bead. <laughs> I want to take that out of context. There. <laughs> yeah, yeah, being you know God will make you white, and that's how He saves you. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they mean by the white pearly gates <laughs> that's right whoa 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 they take out that card from family guy put it next to your skin mm, that's a little too dark that shade sorry some of you are reeling a little too close to home huh a little too close did we hit a nerve there i think you guys need to look inside yourself a little bit now anyway shadow magic this is replacing skilled so you're losing the bonus to stealth and knowledge planes Instead, you get a plus one racial bonus to the DC of any illusion sub-school shadow spell you cast. Sounds useful. I'm pretty sure there might be two or three shadow sub-schools spells. I'd rather stick with skilled. But if you're not going to be using them, uh, no reason not to take this, especially because uh, I think the important one is shadow evocation. It's an illusion spell, but it can mimic any evocation spell, and that's actually really important for wizards. Sure, sure. Subtle Manipulator replaces Disguise Self. Rather than taking on the forms of others, some fetchlings are adept, are adept at destroying the memories of other creatures. That's harsh. Uh, <laughs> instead of gaining Disguise... That was not what I was expecting to finish that sentence out with. Instead of gaining Disguise Self, 
You get memory lapse once per day spell like ability. I like Disguise Self. It's a little more varied. If I recall correctly, memory lapse is not coming up on the... <laughs> You're having a memory lapse over what memory lapse is? No, I, from what I recall, it is... Um, the target forgets like the past minute or so. You cause the target to forget what happened from the casting of spell back to the beginning of its last turn. So about six seconds allows you to retry diplomacy, intimidate, or a post skill check. Oh well, eh, it's a pretty good trade off. Last we have World Walker. This is also in the eyes skill. of a ranger, the unsuspected stranger, and know the <laughs> truth of wrong from right. I want to let you guys know that I will be singing that theme song every time the word Walker shows up in a feat. A racial trait. I don't even need to tell you that because I've done it every episode so far that has that. I just want you guys to look forward to that because you guys need to look behind you because that's where the Rangers gonna be. Instead of gaining a plus two bonus on knowledge plane checks, these fetchlings gain a plus one racial bonus on knowledge nature and knowledge local checks. That's comparable. Yeah, not anything exciting, honestly. Doesn't really define the fetchling. Your mom doesn't define the fetchling. Oh, oh God! What's that even mean? I think I just sent you to the shadow realm with that insult. <laughs> you go. How do you get out of the shadow realm? I don't even remember. I don't. All I remember is I was listening to a podcast and he was talking about how offended he was with the newest season of Yu-Gi-Oh. He had watched Yu-Gi-Oh when he was a kid and he loved it, and so he's like, "Man, I should watch whatever the newest thing is." And they, they dueled. They were like slaves and they were trying to escape on motorcycles, and they were dueling on their motorcycles. And, like, the health points and attack points of the monsters would give them RPM. And he's like, what happens? It's like, you ever seen Mission Impossible where he's like, red light, green light, sticks the gum and it explodes. It's like, blue eyes, white dragon, the car explodes. <laughs> oh, no, Exodius. He's very offended. I remember going back to it maybe a year ago. I'm like, you know what? I remember loving this show. And I watched the whole first season again. And I was like, this is a mistake. <laughs> what have I done? I should have, the past should have stayed the past. <laughs> Definitely a show for children. Yeah. Well, you see, that's why Fetchlings have, you know, the low wisdom score. They're subjected to Yu-Gi-Oh! reruns in the Shadow Plane, <laughs> in the Shadow Realm. <laughs> it's the only thing that's on cable television. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And Comcast is there, so you know they just gouge you with prices. Let's talk about their two archetypes. They have a Ranger archetype, which is called Dusk Stalker, and a Summoner archetype called the Shadow Caller. I, I don't know if that's comparable or not. I don't know if that works with the Unchained Summoner, but we'll we'll know when we get to it in the future. I believe none of the new Unchained Summoner works with the archetypes. I thought there was one or two it with, but maybe you're right. I have no idea. I shouldn't say it like I know. <laughs> you, you did say it with some authority. I was like, well, maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to today's game show. Last we left off, you had control of the board, David. Go ahead and pick a category. I'll take weak spots for 600, Caleb. I already told you that isn't a category. In that case, I'll take things that don't fit in castles for 400. All right, for $400, here's the answer. This massive thing won't fit into a castle. Dom. What is a dragon? That is correct. All right, we surveyed 100 people. Top five answers are on the board. We come across an obviously important character who I've spent hours preparing as a critical pivot point to the story. What do you do? Yes, David. I shoot him in the face. That is correct. And that means you have reached the million dollar question. Here we go. David, for a million dollars, this podcast is an entertaining podcast where a couple of friends get together, hang out, and play the tabletop RPG Pathfinder together. 
Is it A, the Trailblazers Actual Play Podcast? B, Pathfinder Academy, an informative podcast about the same game? C, the Trailblazer Network on iTunes, where you can find both of these shows and more? Or D, more information on our website at tblazer.net? I don't know. That's a tough one. I'd like to phone a friend. All right, let's get Dom on the line. Dom, I'm stuck here. Can you help me out? I sure can. The answer's A, the Trailblazers podcast. Is that your final answer? Yes, A, the Trailblazers podcast. That's correct! And everyone's a winner because everyone can listen to the Trailblazers podcast every Tuesday right here on the Trailblazer Network. Because the only thing nerdier than playing RPGs is listening to shows about people playing RPGs. Well, you know what time it is now, Christian? Mm. High noon? It's high noon. <laughs> no, it's not Overwatch time. As wrong reference. It's time to go over feats. It's time to go over some feats. They don't have many, but what they have, they certainly have. So the first uh, little feat is a chain of feats involving their dark vision. The first one is called Gloom Sight. Prove it. You gain dark vision 90 feet. But then you also gain the light sensitivity weakness. Mm, okay. Uh, this is usually a trait. This feels more like a trait than a feat. Yeah, I wouldn't take it. I don't. I hate. I just hate light sensitivity. But maybe the chain's really good. Let's see. Maybe your mom's really good. Next is dark sight. You need gloom sight. And you gain the ability to see up to 15. Don't try to dissect my insults. They're pretty much whatever the last sentence, sentence you said was. I'm going to say that and add your mom. It's not going to make any sense. It's like, man, this soda man, this is really carbonated. Your mom's really carbonated. Got him. You need to address the nearest burn center because I got you good. Dark sight. You need gloom sight. You gain the ability to see up to 15 feet clearly in magical darkness, such as that created by deeper darkness spell. That is a rare thing to ha- have. Yeah, I think the only other way to get something like seeing through magical darkness is like a tiefling feet chain as well. So last we have improved dark sight. You gain the see in darkness ability and lose the light sensitivity weakness, but gain the light blindness weakness. Wow, wow. that is quite that is quite the trade off. It's brutal. You better be living in the shadow realm if you take this. <laughs> Stop with the references <laughs> to that nineties show. Uh, a nineties kid show. Light I believe blind. it was early two thousands, Caleb. Okay, listen, I was just shooting in the dark. <laughs> so, um, I mean, if you're in a campaign of absolute darkness, that would be neat and basically mandatory, but uh, light blindness is pretty severe. Uh, I was actually looking it up right now. Light blindness? You're blinded for one round if exposed to bright light, such as sunlight or the daylight spell, and you're dazzled as long as you remain in areas of bright light, which is like a minus one to a bunch of stuff. I believe seeing darkness is, as it sounds, you basically can see in all yeah, darkness. Yeah, I don't know, man. That's a tough thing. I don't, I it, don't we like are talking about back. three feats here, because this, this third feat basically makes the second feat you took completely irrelevant <laughs> it, it's just an upgrade to that feat without actually giving you the usability of that second feat i really don't like this actually let's talk about gloom strike you need blind fight and when you're within an area of dim light or darkness you gain plus one bonus on attack rolls against enemies that are also within dim light or darkness plus one, or i could just get weapon focus and get plus one no matter what yeah <laughs> I mean, I, well, I understand that it builds on each other if you get both of them, but I'm just not interested. I'm sorry. But you also need blind fight before you even take this one. Not if it was plus two, I'd say maybe. At the plus one, eh, just take weapon focus. 
unless you want to be super flavorful. I will give it this. Uh, these are very flavorful. Yeah. So he wants to be in the darkness, can adapt to the darkness because he's been the shadow realm. It's not called the shadow realm because there's a bright sun everywhere. <laughs> I would love I would love it if it was called the shadow realm just because everybody lives in the shadow of their parents. Like, oh, yeah, you're the father of that guy. I'm like, yes, I'm the father. I'm also my own person. <laughs> it's actually very bright and hot there. It's actually a giant desert. <laughs> but you can never escape the shadow. <laughs> no, you can't. You can't. Your father was a baker. You're a baker. And your kid's going to be a baker. <laughs> and no one's going to know your name. Next, we have Shadow Ghost. Uh, you have to not replace the Shadow Walk spell-like ability to take this. You gain the ability to use Shadow Walk an additional time each day. You, you can know, take this feat multiple times. It's a powerful spell, especially if you want to get in, grab something, and get out. You need to be able to use it a second time, but it is a, it is a feat cost. Yeah, and if you're, but if you're not a spellcaster, you can look at it as trading a feat for a level like, what, 5 or 6 spell? Not bad. Another one that you need Shadow Walk for is called Shadow Walker. In the eyes of a ranger. Sorry. You gain expend. You can expend one use of your Shadow Walk to use Dimension Door as a spell-like ability. And your start and end locations for this ability must be in dim light or darkness. That's good. Dimension yeah. Door is a, a, a broken spell. It, it will break many of my, anyway, my encounters in dungeons. Like, oh, I guess you're just inside the vault. <laughs> this is a kind of feat that, like, I would like to just give to players through some sort of story interaction sure. or maybe a magical item. This is just something that's cool to interact with their race abilities. But if you want to take the feat, I think it's worth it. Pretty good. Okay. Yeah, that's all of them. Not yeah. a lot. You're right. But there is some gear. Ooh. I'm saying before I search to see if there's gear. There is. I am not a liar. <laughs> is it a I shadow kit? No, it is gloom sight goggles. These Ew. goggles, which are not magical, are set with a piece of alchem alchemically treated black obsidian-like stone found in the mountainous regions of the Shadow Plane. Just tell me what it does. They're worn over both eyes, and they expand the range of the Fetchling's dark vision to 90 feet, and you gain the light sensitivity weakness. So it's like that feat, but as long as you wear the goggles. It's 200 gold, and you know what? I would rather take this than get the feat, because it's only 200 gold, and I can choose one. I don't want to have the light sensitivity. I just take them off. Uh, as a note, though, other races cannot see the through the lenses of these goggles. It's just like, oh, I guess I just decided to go blind for a second. Wait, so they were both from the advanced race guide, right? The feet and this item. Yep. Why would they, why would they release a feet and then also alongside of it release a two hundred gold item that is the feet but optional? They have no effect on fetchlings whose eyes have been modified by the gloom sight feet, so you can't get the best version if you try to do these goggles instead. If you want to go through all three of that chain. That's dumb. Here's something that's really weird. It it's a great up, item for sure. I really like the item. I just don't see why the feet exists. Uh, they take up the magical eye slot, even though they're not magical. Oh, okay. That's a bit of a trade-off, but still 200 gold. You can take them on, take them off, put them on, take them off, whatever you want. This lantern does not burn oil, but instead burns Shadow Cloy. See below. I don't see it. When Shadow Cloy is used <laughs> as its fuel, this lantern creates a strange, hazy darkness that decreases the light level for 30 feet around it by one step. Unlike when Shadow Cloy is thrown at a single target, this haze does not decrease the natural darkness to supernatural darkness. One flask of Shadow Cloy fuels a dark lantern for one minute. So it's a, it's a reverse lantern. I love the idea of a lantern that darkens things instead of brightens things. That's really cool. If it helps you if you got the light, you took the feet and you got light blindness now, Definitely. you can just walk around with that lantern. Dude, these feats look better now that there's like something that you can do to stop it. For only 20 gold, that's a really, really flavorful thing. Like, dude, what are you doing? What is that? 
Oh, don't worry. I, I got this all handled. Dude, I can't. I'm, I'm blind now. I'm just a human. Don't worry. I can see. That doesn't matter to me. <laughs> you can put those up in your dark room. <laughs> it's actually, what they don't tell you is it's a black light. So just please don't bring it in anybody's bedrooms. <laughs> don't bring it into my tent. <laughs> hey, dude, get out. Stop your drills and knock first, mom. Shadow Koi <laughs> flask only costs 25 gold. This thin black liquid is stored in airtight flasks because it evaporates quickly when exposed to air. Uh, I guess, thank you. It's cloying vapors cling to a target, obscuring vision for a short period of time. You throw this flask as a splash weapon with a range increment of 10 feet. If you hit somebody directly, the target treats the ambient light as in one category darker than normal. With the creature already in natural darkness, treating it as supernatural darkness. That's an interesting effect. Lasts for one round. Uh, this would be pretty cool if you want to like blind an enemy or a group of enemies like goblins come at you, and then you blind them and you reposition around them or something. Uh, it has no no effect on adjacent creatures if or if it misses. One round's pretty short, but it could make the difference if you blind them long enough to get away or your allies to get out of range. So there's no magic items for them, um, oh. but they did get that one thing that was kind of like a magic item that replaces the feet, and that would be it for our Fetchling Friends. They are 17 RP, so it puts them up pretty high in our list. Yeah, most, mostly because of the spell-like abilities. I think that chews up a lot of their RP. And their ability to get... To see into magical darkness, deeper darkness, is, is a tough thing to get. I like them. I like the theme of them. And I was a little afraid that they would be like, I'm edgy like the vampire. But there's definite separation of flavor. Oh, and, yeah. And I like them. I actually wouldn't mind. I've never played one, but I, I, I wouldn't mind playing one now. I like the, the theme of it. I don't feel like it's a it's one you can really power game, though. No, they got they don't have anything that really stands out. Um, their stuff's powerful in its own right, like the Shadow Walk and stuff, but it's not like, wow, I can make this build that breaks using Shadow Walk that <laughs> right. you couldn't already do. Uh, I really like Fetchlings. I think, like I said earlier in the podcast, I was introduced to them through the Midnight Mirror module, and I very highly suggest that adventure module if you haven't played it to try and get someone to run it, run it yourself. It's a really fun module, and it has a lot of the history and, like, the way that fetchlings work in society and in the shadow realm is all part of that module and it's really really neat i like i really really like the lore that's behind them it's interesting i like the idea that the the name of their race is almost a racist term i like the idea that they're coming from descendants of people who were in the shadow realm shadow realm i keep doing it <laughs> the shadow plane uh, and they and they play these cards face down, and they activate my trap card, <laughs> and I, li uh, I like that a lot. I like their flavor, and I'm just going to keep repeating myself until Christian stops me, because I like their flavor, and I like them a lot, and I like their flavor. What do I do? What do I do? Um, I like Walker. them a lot. Oh, in the eyes of a ranger, <laughs> the unsuspecting stranger, better know his trap card from attack position. Like and some of the other races we've seen, Fetchlings don't have... This is a race that you don't really see a lot in represented fantasy. Like, Shadow People are always there, but you don't really see it as prevalent as, like, dwarves and elves. So they don't have a stereotype associated with them, which, as I always say, is both a good and a bad thing. Because someone that's never played a Fetchling before, they have no pre-idea of, like, what a Fetchling should be. Yeah, the only thing I think about when I think of a shadow person is, like, my father, who left me at three, and I still... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Uh, my father did not leave me. I love him very much. Please stop, Dad. No, please no. Um, <laughs> he's leaving now. <laughs> okay. And he's gone, and he stopped paying for my internet. Um, <laughs> thank you guys for listening. Class is dismissed. 
Pathfinder Academy is part of the Trailblazer Network. For other great Pathfinder podcasts, visit our site, tblazer.net. Want to get in touch? You can email us at tblazernetwork at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at tblazernetwork. I've been Nicholas Laborde. Thanks for listening. You want to play some D&D tonight? No, I, I can't. You're not real. None of this is real. Real, 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 Mental divergence can be a tricky situation, but we here at Tales from the Lich can be your hand in the infinite darkness. When you can't play, listen. TalesFromTheLich.com <laughs>